it's Laura. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. Today we are on to episode 17 already. Holy cow. Um, and it is chapter six of The Emotional Truth, my new book, which is out on Amazon right now. Um, and we're talking about our relationship with ourselves. So this is kind of fundamental, right? This is this is the basics. So, so far in the book, we've talked a lot about sort of awareness of self. We've talked about victimizing ourselves. We've talked about this out here, other people, um, and how we sort of create a little pod for ourselves in our lives, right? So we have these boundaries. We know kind of what we want, what we don't want. We have, uh, we understand that people project their own pain. They project their trauma onto us. It's not our job to fix that. It's not our job to do anything with that. Um, people are where they are. We learn to leave the outside world alone. But now, once we leave the outside world alone, now we have to focus here. And I, I want to say it's harder. And it is and it isn't. It's harder because this is where the real pain is, generally. But it's not harder. It's actually easier in some ways because this is something we have control over. Because we can't control what's going on around us. We can't control other people. So because we actually have control over this, we have control over the speed, we have control over where we're going, we have control over what we're dealing with on any given day. We're in control of it. So in a lot of ways, because it's our hands that are on the steering wheel and we're driving the bus, we can go as fast or slow as we want. So in some ways, healing ourselves is actually a much simpler process because it doesn't require anything of the outside world. Healing ourselves is a completely internal thing. So the extension I want to provide in this podcast is not about what I th talked about in the book, which is the importance of that relationship, the importance of self-awareness, the importance of boundaries, the importance of all of those things. What I want to do with this today is really show you how this is possible and how we do this and how we block out the outside world, how we create a space for ourselves to do this work on ourselves. It's a choice I had to make. It's a choice that I made seven years ago, almost eight now, seven and a half, to go ahead and do the work I needed to do to get to where I wanted to go. I had a very specific goal in mind But when I signed up to do this work, what I didn't understand was that it was going to take me down a path that included all the things, 
it wasn't just going to be one aspect of my life. It was going to be my whole life that I was going to have to work through. And it wasn't about fixing external problems. It was about dealing with me, my own ideas, my own beliefs, my own ways of being, my own feelings, my own thoughts, everything in all aspects of my life, in all areas, whether it was relationships, career, money, family, whatever. It was all about me. What it has boiled down to over that time has been insecurity, lack of confidence, lack of worthiness, right? Those are the keys. And everything stemmed from there. And I've said many, many times that we can't, we don't gain courage, we don't gain confidence, we don't gain worthiness by sitting on the couch and trying to heal it. Or even deal with dealing with the things that caused those ideas to be in place in the first place, right? So I can't go back to my childhood and just heal the trauma where my mother told me that I wasn't good enough. That doesn't work, right? That's only going to get me so far. It'll, it'll allow me to let my mother off the hook, which is terrific, and it's, that's already done. But it doesn't give me my confidence back, right? It doesn't give me my worthiness back. So I can't blame her for my lack of confidence now, right? That's my thing. It's not her fault. That's me. I held on to that idea from her from years ago. And so that is what created my reality for me, right? It's because I held on to the idea. So it's my own stuff. It's got nothing to do with her, right? And, and we can have the conversation about how she shouldn't have been saying that and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure, we can. You're right. But that doesn't get us anywhere. The if only they hadn't done X, Y, and Z, if only my mother hadn't been that way, right? So now I'm asking the universe or I'm asking for a different life, a different experience. I'm asking for a mother that wasn't projecting her own pain. Well, I'm 46 years old. I can't go back and start again. I can't choose a different mother. I had the experience for a reason. So my mother was projecting her pain. Terrific. Great. Okay. Now what am I going to do with it? And the deal is, is I'm going to have to drop it because there's no other thing for me to do. I have no choice. I have to drop it. It's not mine. And the way I regain the things that were taken from me when I was tiny, like the confidence and the courage and this, that stuff is by doing. It's by doing. And every time the fear comes up, every time the pain comes up, every time, every time it's triggered because something doesn't work or it doesn't go the way I want it to or whatever, every time that happens, my job is to acknowledge that and let it go. That's it. Those fundamental underlying ideas of not good enough, not confident enough, worthiness issues, those kinds of things 
We don't heal them directly. So we have to let the people around us off the hook, all the people that caused us pain and trauma through life, right? The list may be long, but that's fine. You're going to let them all go, right? And then, okay, they put all these ideas in me. So I have all these ideas about who I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to feel and what I'm supposed to do and not do and on and on and on and on and on. Okay, so it's all lies. And I can allow myself to be aware of that. And then. Then I have to take responsibility for it because that's what healing means. I have to take responsibility for. This is how I feel now. What that person did years ago to create this doesn't matter. I need to let them off the hook and stop projecting that blame. It's mine. I own it. Cool. Okay. Now what? I got to do things that challenge that thinking. I got to try stuff. I got to be willing to take the baby steps outside of the comfort zone of I'm not good enough to do anything, so I'm going to stay in my little shell. I got to be willing to move through it. And to do that, I have to let the people around me off the hook. Right? I don't talk about forgiveness. Why don't we talk about forgiveness? Because that's a big jump. It's a big leap. So really, the only thing you need to get to, the only thing any of us needs to get to, is the ability to stop blaming others. That's it. And that when I say let each other off the hook, that's what I mean. Stop blaming just own your own stuff. 40 years later, it's mine now. It's not my mother's. Just own your own stuff. That's it. I don't have to forgive her. I just need to not blame her. That allows me to own it. And then from there, I can deal with it. But as long as I'm projecting outwards, it's her fault I feel like this. As long as that's happening... I can't get anywhere. We keep wanting to try to heal the worthiness issues and the confidence issues. And the reality is the only way to do that is just to do and try. But in order to do and try, you have to detach from the outside world. You can't be worrying about what's going on out here because it, it doesn't matter. So what does it look like to detach from the outside world when you stop taking on other people's stuff? When you stop listening to how the other outside world should be? And that's when it starts to look selfish because you detach and you don't pay attention. And then people say, you're only thinking about yourself. Yes, and that's a good thing. You should do more of that too. Right? That's the idea. Pay attention to yourself. Detach yourself enough that you can put yourself in a shell, in a bubble, and be like, okay, I'm dealing with me. 
You have to create that space. And sometimes that means boundaries. That means I'm no longer functioning in this relationship the same way. I'm changing the boundaries. I'm making space for me now. And this is what that looks like. I'm taking time for me now. And this is what that looks like. I've done it. People don't like it. But that's okay. Because that's what needs to happen. That's how I got to here. I didn't get to here by pandering to other people. Right? It took me a long time. I didn't, it wasn't overnight. I had to reconfigure the boundaries in my relationships. I had to set up, I had to create space for myself in a life that had no space for me. And I, I can't even count the number of times I've been told I'm selfish for having a boundary, for being like, nope, I'm dealing with me, not you. I don't care what happens out here, I'm dealing with me now. That's it. I'm taking care of me. Done. And people don't like it. They get mad. Because they're used to you focusing on them. And so when you do something differently and you change your priorities, you rearrange them. People don't like it. So then we get into this people-pleasing thing where we worry about what other people are thinking. Well, they're going to tell you what they're thinking. They're going to tell you about it. They're not going to like it. So what are you going to do? Are you going to sacrifice yourself again? Now? Because, oops, I stepped outside the, the, the boundaries, the cage they feel like I should be in. And they got mad. I made them uncomfortable. I need to go back to where I came from. You will be forever unhappy if you do that. And you will not move because you can't. Because the minute you rub up against somebody who doesn't like what you're doing, you stop and you back off. Challenge the belief that you need to keep them comfortable. This is how you create a relationship with yourself is by standing up for self and creating space for self and making self okay and making it okay to have a relationship with yourself. Because if you're out here pleasing everybody else, then you've said, nope, my relationship with myself is not important. You're denying yourself a relationship with yourself. How many times can I say yourself in the same video? You're denying that. Denying it. You're avoiding it and you're using other people as the excuse. They won't like it. Terrific. They won't like it. Great. 
and if they're big and hairy they'll get over it they'll figure it out but somewhere in the process you have to decide that you deserve to have a relationship with you and you create the space in your life to make that a reality for yourself. And then as you do that, as you take up more space, as you allow yourself to take up more space in your own life, because that's essentially what you're doing, you will gain courage and confidence and worthiness because you will decide that those are there. Because in order to take up the space, you have to have those. You can't take up that space if you're not confident enough in yourself to take it up. If you don't believe you're worthy of it. Give yourself permission to exist. And that's really where all this shrinking comes from. People didn't give us permission to exist as we were because they were triggered by us in a myriad of different ways. And so because we weren't given permission to exist by other people, often when we were small, we don't give ourselves permission to exist either. We take that away from ourselves. And they put us in this wee tiny little box and we shrink to fit. And I think I've said more than once, you're not shrink wrap. Your job is not to shrink to fit. You're allowed to take up space. You're allowed to exist in your own reality. <laughs> you're the starring role in your own reality, whether you want to be or not. You are the starring role in your own reality. And not only are you the lead in your own reality, you're also the scriptwriter, you're also the producer, you're also the director, you're also... You got it all. You're doing all the roles in your own life. Which means you have to allow yourself to take on those roles. We create relationships with ourselves by giving ourselves permission to have a relationship to begin with. The spiritual process is this. The spiritual journey is this. This is what it is. It is defining and creating a relationship with ourselves in a way that allows us to exist and take up space, but that is not codependent on the outside world and other people that doesn't require permission from anybody or anything except ourselves that allows us to take up the space that we want to take up that allows us to be okay on our own terms
That is the spiritual path. That's what you're all working on. Every single one of you that listens to this, that's where you're going. You're giving yourself permission to have a relationship with yourself and take up the space that you need to take up within your own life. And then you get to decide who plays supporting roles in your life and who doesn't. And then you get to decide what you do for a living and what you don't do for a living. You get to decide how you show up in the world. Nobody tells you what to do anymore. You're your own authority because you created the relationship with yourself and that's what gave you the confidence and the oomph to be able to be and decide what your life looks like and take control over it. Because one of the things that happens in this process where we get told we're too much and we try to shrink to fit, one of the things that happens is we give away our authority. We give away our power. You put your power outside of you. You hand it to somebody else and you say, here, here's the remote control. You tell me what to do. I did it for years. I'm talking from experience. This isn't, I didn't make it up. That's what I did. I handed the remote control to other people and said, here, you figure it out. Because obviously I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have authority. I don't have control over my own life. I don't have a foggy hot clue. So you tell me. The whole lack of confidence and worthiness thing just sort of snowballed to a place where I had completely given away all of my power, all of my confidence, all of my self-worth, everything, the whole shebang. I gave it all away. until I found something that was important enough to me to make it worth my while to change. Until I finally ended up in enough pain that I decided to do something differently. And that's what started me on this spiritual path. That's what started me down this road. And that's why I talk about these things. Not because I figured them all out, but because they're my life experience. And I know it's possible to correct them because I've been correcting them. And I've given myself permission to be. And I've reconfigured the boundaries. And I've made change. And I take up more space in my own life now. And I gave myself permission to have a relationship with me. To become self-aware. To recognize my own pain. So that when somebody brings something up, I go, hey, wait. That's mine. You don't need to trigger that. 
I don't need to project that. And even if I don't catch it in time, which is totally a human thing, I still have the power to come back after the fact and go, hey, wait. Self-awareness is the key. And then when you have the ability to allow yourself to act on that self-awareness, that flips the switch, right? Because it's great to be aware of yourself, but if you don't have the confidence to actually do what you need to do, in order to act on the self-awareness, in order to create the bubble, you don't get anywhere. <laughs> it's great to know. It's a whole other thing to actually do it, right? But that's the thing, and you got to keep challenging it. I, I just turned it into a game. I just make it something that just says, okay, double dog dare ya, right? I just make it a game with myself. Every time something comes up that challenges my confidence or my worthiness or my sense of self, every time I get to a place in my self-awareness where I have to do something differently, where I have to walk a different path or change something about myself or how I act or how I respond, I make it a game. Every single time it's a game. I challenge myself to do it. I challenge myself, right? Those of you that have been around me long enough know I pull cards. I do a weekly spread. I even do monthly spreads. But the weekly spread in particular is important to me because I look at those challenge cards. And to me, it's double dog dairy and not to do this whatever the challenge cards are in the different aspects of my life. I make it a game. Let's see if I can stay out of this and focus on the other set. Let's see if I can get to there. Let's see if I can not do this stuff. And it's not always perfect, but I try. And there are weeks when I succeed and succeed very, very well. And there are weeks when I fail miserably and everything in between. And that's okay. That's part of the process. That's human. The challenge allows me to keep wanting to level up. The challenge, the, ga the game that I make out of it, even though the concepts, the things that I'm dealing with are, you know, serious, I still make it a game for myself. Let's see if I can do this differently. Let's see if I can get out of old patterns. Let's see if I can get out of old ways of being. Let's see if I can challenge this lack of confidence thing I got going on. Let's see if I can fix this. Every time I do that, I increase my confidence. I gain more courage. I feel better. Every time I can do it, it helps me. And my work is such that I talk about everything, whether it works or it doesn't. You're hearing about it because I'm writing about it somewhere. So you see me go through this process for myself. And because I know I can do it, you can do it also. Make it a game for yourself. Make it fun. Make it a challenge. Daria, right? That's how I use the cards. It's like a dare. Dare you to try this. 
dare you to try that. I had to do it just over the weekend. I had to put myself in that sort of, okay, I dare you. I had a couple of things I had to take care of, you know? And the, and the thing was, it was doing it differently than I would normally do it. Because I need to get out of those habits and those ways of being. I need to change those. Okay, so what does that look like, right? How do I dare myself to do that? And then what's different? What am I actually doing differently? What am I actually doing, right? What does that look like? And I create it in my head, right? So that keeps the mind occupied so it's not going down the what if path, right? It's not going down the oh my God, it's not going to work path, right? It keeps the brain occupied and focused on doing it differently. It gives the brain a problem to solve. How am I going to do this differently? Okay, well now the brain's occupied because it's now solving the problem of doing it differently. And awareness tells me that that makes more sense. And then I move forward that way. And I've given myself permission over and over and over and over again to do it differently than I would normally do it. And it wigs out the people around me and I don't care. I do it differently now because I've decided that I'm allowed to do it differently. I don't have to be that anymore. I'm not who I was. I'm different. And so I'm going to respond differently. And I don't really give a crap if you don't like it. <laughs> I don't care. That's me giving permission to myself to have the relationship with myself, to take up the space that I want to take up, and to do my life my way. And it's not selfish and it's not mean. I can do that from a place of compassion and understanding and kindness. I don't have to be a jerk. but I still get to take up the space that I want to take up. And I still get to respond differently. And I still get to build my confidence and my courage. And I still get to do things my own way. And life still gets to be what I want it to be. And I'll take up as much space as I want to. Thank you very much. And you need to get there too. That's the goal. That's how you build the relationship with yourself by giving yourself permission to have it in the first place and then deciding you're allowed to take up the space. You can't heal the confidence on your couch. It's not going to happen. Stop blaming other people for your experience. Take responsibility for how you feel right now and then do something differently. Be aware of yourself enough to know that when this thing gets triggered, this is how I usually respond, but I'm not going to do it that way this time. We're going to do it a different way, and we figure out what that different way is. That's how we do it. it keeps the brain occupied, it allows for self-awareness, and it allows for healing. You kill all the birds with one stone, and you're done. And it doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to be traumatic. There doesn't have to be hours of tears. 
You just make a new choice and do it differently. And the more times you do that, the more courage you're going to gain and the better it's going to get. All right. I'm going to leave it there. Love to all. Thank you so much. Grab a copy of the book down below. Um, the Emotional Truth on Amazon. Um, and uh, How to Be a Spiritual Misfit is 99 cents as well. So grab that. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Spirituality Impact. And I'll see you next time. Bye for now.